0: Oh, me? I'm fine. I just had something in my eye, that's all. Well, you know, if I had eyes here, I'd have something in it. (laughs) Never mind. No need to pretend here. Not in this castle. That's not what this place is for. No eyes, but tears. Huh. A miracle, I think. I'm waiting for you in this room here, but you'll have to find your way to me. It won't be hard. Follow the red carpet, long and straight and unrelenting. You'll need this. There. Your candle, glowing, and the ornate candlestick it sits upon. Does it look the same as last time, or have you added to it since we last spoke? It can change every week, whatever you need to take with you on a treacherous journey through a dark and haunted place. Mine has roses. That's all. Roses are enough to get me through the most fearful of things. Just a little love. A little beauty. Maybe even a little decadence. A little indulgence. Or in other words, pure happiness and love for yourself. Follow my voice, follow the red carpet, and follow the candle's glow towards
1: me. I'll speak
0: to you till you can find the room I'm in. I sat in darkness here, waiting for you. Breathed deeply in then observed that breath dancing within me, then slowly, very slowly, (sighs) breathed it out. And then everything became quiet, and I heard a voice coming from deep within this castle, I couldn't tell exactly from where, but one of the ghosts here, a spirit, had a question for me. What, what is, is the last story, movie, book that, that made you cry? Ah, that's why I was weeping when you found me, my friend. Because I've been thinking about crying. Now listen. I cry often at things I find beautiful, or moving, or difficult, or tragic, or lovely, or wonderful, or funny. If I don't, I get a terrible pain in my throat, my eyes, my heart, my temples. And I begin to choke, and my words sound strange. So I find it's better to let it out. Most recently... I wept at a story that was not captured on film, nor was it written on pages. But it came from a dream. In fact, I cried in the dream, and I woke up feeling as though I had cried. And it was a story, indeed. For dreams are stories. I will try my best to share it. In this dream, I began in a body. In a self that is similar to a me that exists in another world, on another plane, in a different reality, whatever you want to call it. Because this me, this body, this dream self was having a lovely day, teaching music, having fun, playing games, making things, but mostly singing with children. Apparently I do this on several different planes. Nothing remarkable happening. Just joy and fun and a gleeful surrender to that one reality. I debated whether I ought to share this part of the dream, but I feel that I should. Because there is a little beast inside of me that likes to pinch and poke and prod and say that this is not something special. This is not significant work. This is not get-rich-and-famous work, and so I ought to hide it away. But that's a stupid little beast who says such things. I had another dream a while back where a great mystic, a powerful spirit, beckoned me to play little songs on the piano. Mary had a little lamb, Old MacDonald, etc. I begged him to let me play Beethoven... Brahms, or my dearest, dearest Mozart. Anything else. Anything. But he insisted on children's songs. And since then I have sought to be proud of teaching little and joyful songs. But that was a different dream. Here I was, having another, joyful with little songs and little humans. Then suddenly... A different self. A different dream. I was a beautiful woman. Different than myself. Not that I am not beautiful. I mean, who knows, I deeply and truly have begun to realize that I think every single thing is beautiful. So. But this woman was beautiful because her eyes were so large and so sad and so wise. Blue, unlike the brown ones I wear in another reality. Vulnerable, unlike those eyes in another reality that are shielded with glass. They were open, very open, not like any I'd seen before. And yet I knew it was me. This was me here. I felt it deeply. Now I will tell you the story that made me cry when I was this woman in this dream. It didn't unfold like this. It unfolded in a matter of minutes, maybe even seconds, yet there's no such thing as time, especially in dreams. And within that tiny, very, very short span of time, I understood an entire lifetime of a story, and I will do my best to tell it to you here. Whoever I was here, I was in love with a man. A sweet man. A human man. And yes, I do need to specify that, for so often do I fall in love with monsters just a kind man with a human heart who loved me with all of it. It is not difficult to love someone who is so ready to love you. It is a joy. Love can flow so easily between people when they simply let it. And who I was here, this beautiful woman with open blue eyes, she knew magic. Much like me. Probably much better than me, in fact. But this was a secret magic. One she did not use or show or act on. It was only there to help her see. And see she could, this woman with these immense and deep blue eyes, shining like crystal. She, that is I, could see things unsaid within people's hearts. She, that is, I, could see instantly the intent behind their actions. She, that is, I, could see not only what someone might do and how it would unfold, but why they would do it. A most incredible power to see what someone will do What someone desires to do, and what it is that is driving them to do it. Her, that is my, sweet human man, had a secret, a bargain he'd kept from me, for he didn't want to darken my heart with the knowledge of it. I didn't know what the nature of the bargain was, or who or what it was with. I knew only that a deal had been struck in whispers in the darkness, in blood being smeared in the shape of ancient and dark runes and sigils that I understood to be powerful, but had long ago relinquished the desire to wade in such waters. For me, in this dream self and in whatever I am now, and in a different bespectacled reality, I have decided my power is happier resting in surrender than in control. It has been a long journey, and one that I still don't exactly understand. But more on that later, if you'll allow it. I didn't care where his fine clothes, his fancy automobiles, his beautiful mansion, his golf clubs, his shining wristwatches had come from. Because I knew. And perhaps that is why my eyes were so sad. We know where this road leads. We know where the beasts with gold coins will chase us. We know where mechanical monsters will carry us. We know that the road to despair is paved with riches. And yet we careen down it faster and faster and faster anyway. All we can do is laugh at human nature and try to catch it before it takes us right over a cliff. We were lovers, but nothing more, my sweet misguided human and my sad self, in this dream. And so his fine things were not mine, And so I did not feel tainted by the bargain until
1: he came.
0: meeting my sweet misguided human on a warm summer's day outside there he was with a car that was far too big and destructive sadness for him sadness for it sadness for the world but love too for all of it he beamed at the sight of me I was full of joy too but there was another man there, watching. Now my sweet human was handsome enough, his hair gray with age and his frame unassuming, his eyes kind, despite a perpetual want for fine things. It didn't take away the kindness, at least not towards me, which is a rare thing. Gray and aging and lovely, Hmm, this sounds familiar, doesn't it? Almost like a sweet and human hunter, I knew in a different self. Gray and aging and lovely. That's how I knew he was human, and the other man wasn't. The man watching was extraordinary. He was very tall, very strong. In his prime, he wore a black suit. He had stark black hair, thick, arching black eyebrows, a black beard that came to a point. And doesn't he appear to be familiar, to this gentleman? In his black clothes and with his frightful grin, shouldn't he be holding a red rose, Shouldn't I? It doesn't matter. We're all staying right here, in one reality or another. So I am not surprised by any of this. He grinned at me, and I knew instantly that he was the devil. Now when I say that, do not imagine that I speak of any devil that has been written before. Do not take your opinions on that word and place them here. I mean only that he was something pretending to be human, and that something was full of malice and chaos. I saw the way he grinned at me, and I knew, here is the one who made the bargain. Here is the one who my kind lover had struck a deal with. I understood it was a deal for a soul. And then I felt my heart sink as I realized they had never said whose soul it must be. That is why he looked at me with chaos in his dark eyes. He would destroy me and take my soul right before this other man just so that he could hurt him. I would die only to cause hurt to another. Suddenly the sadness in my own eyes made sense as I saw it all unfold before me. But here is where the remarkable thing happened. I wept as I looked at this devil. And as I did... He was taken aback by the feelings that followed our eyes meeting. He was frightened that I knew what he intended, angry that I could not be surprised by it, enamored by the insight, the magic I had within me, and sad, deeply and terribly sad, that he had to carry out his plan anyway. I saw him love me. I saw a creature devoid of mercy, full of hatred and darkness, soften in love, but still be resigned to both of our fates, to the destiny that was somehow ours. And I in turn fell in love with his sadness too, for what a devil it is who can see the pain caused by what he does and feel remorse for it. Human, inhuman, doesn't matter. Beautiful. This is a decadent story, but it is a dream I had, and I thought that it might be nice this week to share my dreams with you, since you asked what made me cry. And this did. Bear with me or don't. <laughs> now, My worldly love with the gray hair. This worldly love in his comical golf clothes, standing in front of a decadent automobile, waiting for his love. He saw the pain in my eyes and ran to me, wiping my tears, begging to know what made me weep. He didn't see the man in black. Or the man in black was disguised and he didn't recognize him. I don't know. I only know who each of these two were. I looked back to the man in black, and he wept now, as he raised his hands preparing to, with only a snap of his fingers or a crash of lightning, I don't know, end this form I was in as I knew it. I decided I wouldn't beg. I decided I wouldn't fight. I somehow knew that everything was unfolding the way it needed to. This man and this devil made a bargain, and I was part of it. And the irony was that only one of them understood why I held the most power for being able to surrender to it. I trusted that it was not the end even if it was the end of me in this form. I trusted that, even if these blue open eyes closed forever, I would open up different ones somewhere else and take the meaning of this dream with me there. One man loved me, and the other devil would destroy me. But one man had made a bargain to place himself above others in the first place. And in a way, that was the true destruction. So perhaps that was the greater evil. Yet the devil had done it all with the goal of basking in pain and sorrow. So perhaps that was the greater evil. Yet the man hadn't cared enough for his own soul or anyone else's to not give something so precious away for things that were so fleeting. So perhaps that was the greater evil. Yet the devil saw the understanding and sadness in my eyes and felt a deep ache within his own heart, for all devils have those too. And he decided to betray that ache anyway. So perhaps that was the greater evil. And how? How was it that somehow... In all of this betrayal, this bargaining, this grasping, this hurting, all of it, I felt incredible love. I felt they both loved me. I felt love for both of them, regardless of what they were about to do to me. I didn't weep because I was scared or hurt. I wept because my heart couldn't bear all this love.
1: It's alright, I whispered over and over and over to both of them,
0: both the man who loved me and the one who would destroy me, they were both one and the same, it's alright. It wasn't so that they wouldn't be sad when I was gone. I knew they would be, both of them. Perhaps the devil even more for having to do it by his own hand. It's all right, I whispered, because I knew that I would wake up in another life and keep this strange love with me. and at that exact moment I did and the sun was shining and there were tears on my
1: cheeks I think
0: and I smiled still in love with two fools who could not control their own greed I'm sorry that I shared that with you decadent romantic Perhaps silly. Perhaps a little much. But I have a new game I'm playing with you here. Or maybe it's the same old game. I think it's always a game of honesty. Always pushing at the door of honesty. Pushing farther and farther. Bear with me or don't. I don't mind. You've found me now in the castle. There is a door made of glass. And though you cannot see me, because I'm not really here in any kind of form you could witness, you know I'm in here, because you can feel the vibration of my voice against the glass as you rest your forehead against it. Turn the knob and enter. Little candles lit here and there in little lanterns, blue and soft. A pale crystal blue, just like my eyes in that dream. A soft blue glow, illuminating pillows, cushions, a floor made of mattress, soft blankets and satin sheets strewn about. There is no bed because the
1: whole room
0: is a bed. The floor is a bed. Fall down anywhere you like in this
1: bedroom. A gentle music plays.
0: A sad song inspired by my dream. If you want to weep, you can.
1: You saw I wept to see your eyes weeping too. You so saw me I wept to see your eyes weeping too. Weep if you like, sleep if you like, or both if you like. This room is for dreaming and
0: for crying, I made it, inspired by my dream, because it felt so good to be loved for my tears and to love others for theirs. You know why? because shared tears open our hearts to compassion. Pain, broken and eaten up together in communion, is sweet, and it lights the way toward us becoming both the one who loves and the one who is loved. We are, each and all of us, both. If we decide to see that, See more clearly with those tears. Maybe that's what you're here for. I know it's what I'm here for. Think of a story that made you cry. Why did it? What is the feeling that drew the tears? Can you name it in one word? Or is it deeper than that? More
1: complicated.
0: Is sadness love? Is grief connection? Is anger passion? Are you me? Oh, you might be, for I see another dream of mine making its way into this room. But it's not coming for me. I'm not really here. It's coming for you. I dreamt that there was a strange pain in my leg. And I looked down and I saw vines. Thick, green vines attached to me. Stuck to my skin. I pulled and pulled at them. And realized they were more like eels like lamprey eels with their horrible teeth and sucking mouths. When I pulled them off me, my veins came out with them, and they tried desperately to get back to me, to attach themselves to me and drain me of my blood, of my life force. But I kept ripping them off and fighting them. They're here for you now, too. Don't worry. It's easy enough to catch them up and throw them down a drain, flush them away, or burn them with fire, stomp on them, get rid of them. They'll try to come back, just stay vigilant, you never know. In my dream they did. They got me again, over and over again, and I just ripped them off unconcerned even with blood dripping all over me don't fear we're stronger than our attachments we just need to remember that what's that sound there is a window here looking out to a night sky The view of the night sky exactly as it is from where you are now, in fact. That's how it was in my dream. And so it is the same for you now, here. Look. There is a tear in the sky. A rip in the fabric. And behind the night sky, you know there is another night sky black velvet a deeper black than any sky you've ever seen with bright yellow and pink stars streaking across it vibrant you just get a peek at it the tear expands and grows larger and shows you more in my dream the tear opened up enough to show me like a movie a mythical love story one I know only little of yet it seems awfully familiar but then again all good myths do what is your favorite love myth? I think that's what you see here think of it see it it's there behind your night sky in bright colors.
1: It's time to go there.
0: In my dream, I made the foolish mistake of trying to find the perfect things to take with me. Charms, potions, crystals, runes, sigils. For a moment in my dream, I was just like my human lover in the other dream. Making bargains. If I bring this stone and this charm, if I say these words and mix these herbs, I'll be able to capture some of that magic behind the sky. I should do it right. I should be smart. I should take all these things with me so that I can bottle up that power and magic and love and use it for... For what? I don't know. I might need it later. What do you mean, later? It's right there. You don't have to do anything. It's just there. Just look at it. Just see it. No, I need to do something with it. To control it. You're going to miss it. You're going to lose it if you think like that. Never. I'll catch it and keep it and use it and everyone will know it is for me. It's not. It's meant for everyone. You are not its master. I can be. Not if you think like that. Hurry up. Let's go. Okay, yes, just one more crystal, one more chant, one more meditation, one more spell, one more prayer, one more... And then I woke up, and I laughed, remembering that I am full of little bargains myself, little
1: manipulations, little attachments. Let them go. Let them go. Let
0: them go. Otherwise, the bargain will never end. The bargaining has to end. Purchasing, fighting, manipulating. What is the real devil? I wonder. The real magic is already there, in the sky, in this castle, in your heart. The magic to see tears and not run from them but cry with them. The magic to love everything, even that which hurts you. Even that which destroys, I think. Don't listen to me if you don't want to. I've just been thinking about it. And letting myself try to fall in love with everything. Because if I am without form, then I am everything. And I'm done with not loving myself anyway. Stay in this blue light. In this dream room. This bedroom. In this weeping room. As long as you like. I see you crying, and I am not afraid of it. The window is there, and the tear in the sky is still open. The rip in the fabric that shows you a love so powerful and ancient. Everyone told stories about it. Everyone, even if it is only to themselves, it will remain open. It did in my dream, too, because it doesn't go away. It's still there. Sometimes we just forget to see it. So in that, I will say goodnight
1: and let you go in love.
0: everybody, and welcome to On a Dark Cold Night. I hope you enjoyed Dream Time with me. This is your host, writer, narrator, podcaster, composer, etc., Kristen Zaza. Thanks for joining me. And thank you for making my Season 3 launch so special. Big thank you this week, going out to one of my monthly patrons, Kayla Day, who submitted the question asking me what was the last story that made me cry this dream was it. I hope you don't mind my sharing it. First, I'd like to share a word from one of my sponsors this month, BetterHelp. What are the things in this world that you love and take care of? A pet, a loved one, a car, a house, your friends, your family, plants, You might have gotten from this episode that love and care are things that are particularly meaningful to me and my storytelling and my sense of spirituality and wellness, but sometimes it can be hard to turn that love and care to our own mental well-being. I know that I've experienced difficulty with setting aside time and attention for my own emotional health, but the truth is that we need to prioritize it as we would anything else we love because you're worth loving and caring for too. Therapy is a wonderful way of doing this and reminding yourself of that. BetterHelp Online Therapy is a great place to start this work. They offer video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, and can match you with a therapist in under 48 hours. And it's affordable, convenient, and flexible to your needs. On a Dark Cold Night listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash goodnight. That's betterhelp.com slash goodnight. Thanks, friends. Now I want to send gratitude to two people who supported the show this week. First, to a new monthly patron on Patreon, Connor Davidson. Thank you so much for joining my Patreon, Connor. It means the world to me. Every patron of On a Dark Cold Night gets access to my complete soundtrack for any pledge that is $1 US or more, and patrons of $5 US or more get that and a monthly tarot reading video that I upload for every full moon. We have one coming up on the 11th of August, so keep an eye out for that. To learn more, visit patreon.com darkcoldnight. I'd also like to thank Kayla Day, who submitted the question this week who also donated through coffee.com. Thanks so much, Kayla. I appreciate it deeply. If you want to donate one time only without any perks and through the purchase of metaphorical coffees, you can do so by visiting ko-fi.com slash Night. And we have t-shirts and hoodies for purchase at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. If you want to submit a question for me to explore in the castle with you, a question about anything you like, really, you can submit it through the ways I mentioned just now, or you can also just write me on social media and at me there. You can find me on Twitter at a dark cold night, Instagram at dark cold night podcast, or on my Facebook or YouTube pages just called on a dark cold night. I'm also on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. I have a video you can reply to, or you can just send me a video question there too. If you like, I would love to see that. Thank you so much. I hope you're doing well, getting lots of rest, keeping cool, finding love for yourself and others and everything whenever you can. Wishing you all that and pleasant dreams tonight. Lots of love, friends. <laughs>